0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome to No Pills, No Hunger. I'm so glad you're here. I hope you're having a great day. I'm a little uh, behind schedule, kind uh, of get back into the groove of things after being gone for a few days. And I hope you enjoyed um, some of the recordings that I left for you while I was gone. I, uh, you know, I'm weeding me- through my emails. And um, I had, a, I had an email from um, uh, someone who was newly diagnosed with type two diabetes, and it, it breaks my heart because I get these frequently. And it's someone who's newly diagnosed. They'd been in the hospital for um, other issues, and then real, then came out of the hospital having diabetes. And basically, the email was that she she went to the grocery store to get groceries uh, after, you know, she'd gotten home out of the hospital with this new diagnosis. Now I mind you, I'm sure her head is spinning, just coming to terms with the diagnosis. She said she left in tears because she didn't know how to shop. She didn't know what to buy. She didn't know how to feed herself anymore. And her words were, I'm 58 years old and I, I don't know how to make a meal plan. I don't know how to shop. And it's, I could feel the frustration, the overwhelm, um, all these emotions in the, and I know, because I deal with clients like this all the time, Um, when they finally get to me, they're just, a lot of times they're newly diagnosed, a lot of times they've been at it for a while, and their numbers are going the wrong way, so someone who's newly diagnosed with that, with an A1C in the 11s, you know, needs to kind of get on it, right, and and just is worried, they're worried, they're afraid, Uh, they are, there's all these different emotions that come up, and maybe you have felt some of these, where there's this overwhelm of where do I start? There's grief of giving up this lifestyle that you once had, you know, of not having to worry about that you take on diabetes and maybe even grief about where you thought you, your life was going to be going with travel or spending lots of time with friends. And now you have this worry because you you know all these complications that can happen. So you're grieving for what the life you thought you might be having and because you don't know enough yet, because you you know, how could you, you're newly diagnosed, and you don't know that you can successfully manage and reverse type 2 diabetes by what you eat, okay, and by lifestyle. And so, you know, your, your mind goes to the worst possible place. And um, as this woman, I mean, I just, you know, we've been exchanging emails now, uh, trying to help her sort it all out. And Um, But there's also the frustration, the overwhelm, the, you know, confusion. There's also um, guilt and shame that come along with it because somehow a lot of newly diagnosed people, and maybe this is you, even though you've had it for a while or whatever, is there's this shame involved of somehow you created this type 2 diabetes. It's somehow your fault and and you let this happen. And, you know, while, um, yes, it's a diet-related disease, It's really not your fault. I mean, the way we eat in the um, in the U.S. It's just you just eat eat the way everyone else eats, right? For the most part, and the food that's available so readily available to us in the fast food industry and and um, you know what's advertised and all these things. Um, So it's just you kind of do what everyone else is doing, and if you there is a genetic component, uh, you know, and if that is triggered, then that's how you get triggered by the foods. That is how you get, um, type two diabetes. Okay. So, you know, it, it, the good news is, is that you can manage it and you can reverse it. Okay. By changing those same foods. And that's the message I'm trying to give to this, this person, um, is that, yeah, it sounds really dismal and yeah, it's overwhelming. And yes, you're going to have to change a few things, but it's completely doable. And the good news is it's not you know something that you can't manage. okay? It's not like getting um, a, a cancer diagnosis or uh, something like that where you're like, okay, it's it's gonna be a hard thing to um, overcome. and a lot and and it's not going to be easy to manage your diabetes, but with with practice and skills and support and accountability, it's completely doable. It's completely doable. I do it with clients all the time. Okay, and I see their numbers go the other direction. I see them get off their medicine. I see them lose weight. I mean, literally in a matter of twelve weeks. And that's why my program is twelve weeks. I recently had a um, someone call me about my program and say, "Why is everything twelve weeks?" And I said, "Yeah, you know, twelve weeks is sort of a magic number. Um, it takes twenty-one days for you to kind of create a habit. And you know, the first twenty-one days can be a little rough. Your taste buds are changing, and you're creating these habits." But then you get over that hump and things get a little bit easier. And as the weeks progress, the 12 weeks is where you're really starting to be in your groove, okay? And you're really starting to uh, have it be a lifestyle and really realize, I'm feeling great. I can do this. I've got recipes. I, You know, and there's going to be some hiccups along the road after that, but by the time I set them, my little birds free to fly on their own at 12 weeks they've got the skills hammered, okay? They've got them nailed down. And um, and so there's there's very little backsliding, okay? Um, The times I have had a few clients backslide is when they have a little more um, emotional eating going on or some other things uh, that we have to take longer to work on. Um, And that's why we then move into a kind of a maintenance sort of program so that I'm kind of there to address those issues as they come up. But um, 12 makes is kind of the magic, magic number for really getting the lifestyle done. And it is a lifestyle. Okay. It's not just something you're going to do temporarily because, you know, you can get your numbers reversed, but if you start eating the way you were eating, guess what? You've triggered it again and you're going to, your blood sugars are going to go on, go back up. Okay. So, so really the question is where to start. And for this particular uh, uh, person, they shared with me that they had been diagnosed. They were waiting for a appointment with a dietitian, okay, to get to know what to do. In the meantime, you're left waiting with this diagnosis, not knowing what to do, and afraid to eat anything and afraid to do anything wrong because you want to get right on it. You don't want to wait. You want to get on it. You don't, you know that the complications could be bad. You don't want to you know have to wait. And unfortunately, sometimes you have to wait a really long time. I mean, I get it. I've had to wait months to get into a doctor sometimes, and you're like, good, sh- good thing it's not life and death. I, you know, <laughs> I might be dead by now. Um, so I understand. And, and what I can tell you is if you go to a regular dietitian, I know this because I'm a dietitian. they're going to start you on the um, American Diabetes um, Association's protocol of eating for diabetes. And that's basically counting your carbs, you know, watching your sugars, all those things. My approach is completely different um you know i focus on the root cause and if you want to learn more about that and and the insulin resistance that causes the diabetes from these foods uh you should really come to my webinar i'm having a i'm hosting a free webinar this this week uh, actually tomorrow to, um wednesday and um you can sign up the links on my web you know on my webpage uh, i'm not on my facebook page i'm sorry and on the show notes of this of this podcast And so you can sign up, you know, spend 70 minutes with me, walk away, understanding diabetes and why, why some of the things you are doing or what you're told to do may not work and why the results aren't the same as the results I get with the clients I work with because I do a different approach. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so what, basically what you're going to be told to do, this woman's going to be told to do if she goes to a a regular dietitian is to, you know, the shot, you know, avoid carbs are the villain avoid carbs because they cause blood sugar. Yes. That's a symptom. I mean, that's the symptom, but what about the root cause? Let's get, let's dig deeper than the symptom. And um, you know, there, and even if she, and even if you do that, if you start, you know, avoiding carbs, that learning curve is steep and it's, it's every single meal. Every single meal, okay, you're you're trying to swap out carbs and exchange carbs and count carbs. and and you're learning to take your blood sugars, you know with you know poking your finger repeatedly and and seeing those numbers not change with your best efforts. And that's the frustrating part that I found so frustrating with um, with clients when they came to me is that they're just they're just worn out, twenty four seven doing this and are ready for a different way. and that's why I developed my program to show them a different way and show them how and you know it was I couldn't reach as many people as I wanted um, my time just one-on-one so that's why I developed a program that you know you can work through online and then have access to me once a week with questions and um, other members in the community to help you and it's just a, a big happy family so you know everybody's working kind of through the program at different stages, and so these hiccups come up, and you have a resource available to you. It it takes a village, right? And it's nice to have someone in your corner. So um, just know that you know. So for this this new newly diagnosed um, person, I was like, you know, just start by learning to read labels, okay? But what I want you to focus on are the the saturated fats, and try to avoid saturated fats. And so really. Um, you're reading labels and really just spend a lot of time in the produce section. You know, start eating more fruits and vegetables, and start there. And you know, um, and then of course they're going to be told, "Oh, those are carbs." Well, yeah, they're carbs, but they're complex carbs. And um, you know, it's you know, it's just a healthier way of going to eat the fruit, and it's cheaper um, you know, you're already going to be spending lots of money on meds if they've already been put on meds. Um, so it's like, let's get off those and spend money on, on produce, um, which is not really that expensive when you compare it to eating meat. So, um, so anyway, that's, that's what I want to leave you with is that if you're newly diagnosed, uh, I understand it, it is a blow. It is, um, all those emotions I described and you don't know where to start. And that's a couple things. You can come to my webinar and learn more. Knowledge is power. So the more you understand it, when you go to your doctor, you know what questions to ask. Um, And you know, if you turn to the internet, there's so much information. That's, you know, the ketoers are um, everywhere and sound very convincing and scientific. And people like that because they get to keep eating the same foods that they're familiar with, and um, you know, they don't think of the repercussions of eating that way because they're eating um, fat. And so, you know heart disease is a problem with diabetes. They go hand in hand, and we know saturated fat contributes to heart disease, okay? So um while that's a very attractive and a faster approach to lowering blood sugars and losing weight, okay? Uh, the keto does have success short term, what is it doing long term? And I want to set you up for the long term, okay, uh, the lifestyle of where you can just get on living your life, managing your diabetes, get it reversed and managed, and and just get back living your life. And you're not having to do all these, you know, counting carbs and all these other things, you just are making healthy choices of, you know, avoiding the foods that are going to keep your uh, type 2 diabetes triggered Instead, put it to sleep and and still enjoy an abundance of food. Food, Eating should be joyful. It should be enjoyable, okay? And, um, you know, sometimes managing type 2 diabetes initially robs you of that. So let's get back to that. So, again, the the, the sources you have, the webinar this week, uh, you can sign up. You can learn more about my program if you want to try something different and work with me. That's on my, um, on this page is on this show notes page as well, or you can find me on my Facebook group. Uh, it's reverse type 2 diabetes eating plants. You can Google my name, Robin Withrow Wong. I'm on Instagram. I am um, uh, I have a, a website, uh, Nutrition with Robin. You know, just get started. Do something for yourself. Invest in yourself, okay? Invest the time, the money, the energy, um, to really understand your type 2 diabetes and get it managed, and um, so that you can rest easy. Yeah. So I hope this helps. And um, as always, keep choosing plants until tomorrow. I hope you have a great day. Thank you for tuning in today. I know there's about a million ways you can spend your time, and I really do appreciate that you spent some time with me. Thank you. If you got something out of this episode and know someone who would also appreciate it, make sure to share it with them. We are all trying to get healthier in order to live well, and you can show them you care about their health by sharing these messages. Want to start improving your health today? One place I like to start with clients is breakfast. Since morning habits are the easiest to build, that's why I created a guide called Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugars, which includes easy, delicious recipes for my favorite meals to start the day. Pick it up today for free at page.nutritionwithrobinrdn.com forward slash guide, or click the link for Three Breakfasts to Lower Blood Sugar in the show notes. Thanks again, and see you in the next episode.